Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotimi. You already know who I am. But if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Lagos, Nigeria called Exclamations. I've been running this proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand for the past 18 years. So I think I know a thing or two. Today is all about starting a business. Starting a business. So this is one of those episodes that is not really just for those in the fashion, you know, entrepreneurial space. This is for really anybody who is looking at starting a business. The reason why I decided to do this episode is because um, I do realize that there are a lot of people who will have to consider having either another source of income or starting a business from scratch with all that is going on now with um, you know people losing their jobs with um, people having to downsize or even shrink their businesses with people generally needing to earn more entrepreneurship is you know the natural thing to, to consider so how do you start a business what kind of business do you start I think that is what this episode is about. What kind of business do you start? Irrespective of the fact that entrepreneurship is trendy, many people don't know what businesses to do. You know, many people are intimidated by the whole process of even deciding on what business to do. So what kind of business do you do? If you've never even been into business before, you know, this is like, 101 entrepreneurship 101 you know i could call this what kind of business do you do what how do you know what kind of business to go into and um yeah this is what i'm trying to just talk about in a few minutes the very first thing you need to consider if you want to start a business is to consider what it is you enjoy doing it's really that simple i think this is one of those things that seems complicated because it's so simple what do you enjoy doing? What are you good at doing? What comes to you naturally? What can you do? What do you do effortlessly? What would you do for free and actually have been doing for free? What is that thing that you do without breaking a sweat that seems so easy for you, but other people, you know, can't understand how you can somehow do this. The problem I find with this is that most of us undervalue what comes to us naturally we undervalue anything that we don't do with so much effort we undervalue anything that comes to us easily we undervalue anything that you know comes to us naturally we don't think that other people would value it just because it's so easy for us now guess what that's what talent is called That thing that comes to you easily, that's your talent. Now, the problem I find with talent is once you mention the word talent, people immediately start to think of the obvious things like, you know, you're good at making clothes. Okay, you're good at sports. Okay, you're good at acting. You're good at singing. Some of those things in the creative arts. However, talent is anything. Talent is anything that comes to you naturally. For somebody who you know, finds it very easy to just put together a nice outfit. Styling is a natural talent for you. Styling is a talent for you and it's something that is very valuable. Some people are good at cooking. That is a talent. Some people are good at researching. That is a talent. 
Some people are good at problem solving. That is a talent. Some people are good at curating. That is a talent. Some people are good at just, you know, organizing, making a house look good. You know, talent is anything that comes to you naturally. And anything that is talent is valuable. Anything that is valuable has monetary value as well and can be a business. Now, this is the truth. I have seen people do so many interesting things, so many things that are not traditional businesses. I've seen them become money-making ventures. And I know we all know that too. You know, there are people who get paid good money simply for their smile. You know, it's, it's, it comes down to that. The beautiful thing about talent as well is that everybody has one. Everybody has that raw ingredient. Everybody has talent and everybody's talent has the capacity, you know, to be big, to be huge, to go as far as any other person's talent can take them. So you heard me right. Whatever talent you have that you can identify with the right resources, with the right environment, with the right opportunities, that talent can take you as far as somebody's acting talent or singing talent or you know whatever other kind of talent that you admire can take them you know so that's the very first step first step is to identify what your gift is what your talent is which is really that thing you do effortlessly easily without breaking a sweat a lot of people do some things without even getting any coaching or any kind of training but it just comes to them naturally that thing that raw talent that's number one identifying it number two is valuing it valuing it it is identifying the fact that this thing is valuable this thing is scarce this thing is rare this thing is in demand so that is a very very first thing talent 101 entrepreneurship 101 once you can identify it you're well on your way. Number two, you know, sometimes it is it is not easy to identify that thing you consider you're good at just because, you know, like I said, it comes to you so effortlessly, so naturally, you haven't even identified it as talent, right? You're just living your life. And because it's not one of those traditional, you know, routes to business or traditional businesses, right? Um, you don't even know it's anything. In fact, you may not even have people around you who encourage you because they also have taken your talent for granted. But some of one of the things that you cannot, you know, you cannot help but identify or notice is something that angers you. So for some of us, the way we would identify a problem and a solution that we can offer, which is really what you know a business is. Is by identifying those things that anger us, that annoy us, that irritate us, that elicit any of these negative emotions. Let me give you a good example. You know, some people are really, really angered when they see somebody dressed badly. They are angered. They are irritated. They are upset. They want to fix it. They go on and on about it. Other people get really, really upset when they're in a space that is not organized. They can't function. 
they literally have to fix the space before they can um, function within it. Some other people are really, really angered when they see issues around um, poverty or they see issues around, you know, human rights or child rights or women's rights, you know, activism, you know, these people get angered. You know, some of us may look at these things and we get very emotional for a minute. You know, we do our bits, we contribute, you know, we share the posts and all of that. But these other people get so angered about it, it affects everything they want to do a little bit more. What angers you? What upsets you? If you can identify this, you might actually be identifying your passion. And you might be identifying something that you will be able to make um, a business, a way of life, right? So I have a friend. Um, when she comes to my house, she immediately starts to organize things. You know, she'll go to my console, starts to arrange the pictures differently. She rearranges the, the throw pillows differently. She co- color coordinates even the picture frames. She immediately starts to fix these things. And she does it, you know, without, she's just not asking for anything. But you can tell she's just a little bit upset. She, you know, she just feels these things must be done in a certain way. And she's fixing it, fixing it. I have to admit, personally, I'm beyond trying even getting upset about this anymore. I just let her do her thing. But I have to admit, every time she does this, she always leaves my space better than she met it. She does. Like, I'll be the first to admit. And if you're listening to me, you know who you are. You know, this is me admitting. The last time she came to my house, she did this. And guess what? It's still that way. Because we're all like, you know what? Just leave it. Don't mess with perfection. She's done it. But she gets so upset when she comes into a space that is not well put together. You know? The good thing for her is that she identified this talent, this gift, and this irritation, as it were, early in life. And, you know, she identified it early and she decided it's something she wanted to do for a living. And she's crushing it. She's doing so very well now. She's a space manager. She's an interior designer. And she's doing really, really well um, in this business, you know. Um, I know somebody else who can have an hour-long conversation about image, you know, and she gets really upset when people, you know, are not well put together. And for her, it's not just like, you know, me who I just look at you. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, you know, do you want to try this outfit? You know, whatever. No, she goes down to the nitty-gritty. She thinks, you know, this color is wrong for you. This silhouette is wrong for you. This this neckline is wrong for you. Like, she immediately, and she didn't study these things. Though. She immediately can tell that... Um, you know, you don't have it together with your outfit. You know, now she's an image consultant and she's a stylist, right? She's put together courses that allow people, that help people and empower people in knowing what works for them and for their body type. And she's doing really well with this and she's extremely passionate about it. But she identified this gift, first of all, as an irritation because when she sees somebody not quite, you know, looking the best they can, she gets it a bit upset and um, she wants to fix it so what is that thing that angers you what is that thing that upsets you don't waste that negative emotion it's it really it's really is passion because you know what that's what passion is passion is a lot of emotion just bubbling over sometimes it is negative emotion right so if you can identify what it is that angers you what it is that upsets you you might just be identifying 
um, a business that you are able to offer a solution or a problem that you are able to offer a solution. Number three, another thing to consider if you are thinking of what business to do is what do you have experience in? That sounds like a no-brainer, almost like you're stating the obvious. But that is the one thing that a lot of people ignore. What do you have experience in? And again, when I mention experience, a lot of us think of the traditional working life like you know, maybe you've been, um, you've worked in HR all your life, or maybe you've been, um, engaged as a graphic artist, you know, for years, those are relevant and those are obvious, but sometimes it's the less obvious things like you've been a stay at home mom, you know, for, for the past 10 years, which means, um, somehow you've been able to organize your home and somehow you're good at, um, putting together ready meals um somehow you're able to plan you know a menu you're able to you know you know how to host um, dinner parties well like there's so much that come with in that territory of just being a stay-at-home mom so much experience comes there um again i like to um, explain stuff with examples i had a friend who lost her mom recently now um her mom was aging was aged her mom was um 80 before she passed but before her mom passed um she took ill and um she also had some you know some some health issues that come with age so my friend decided because she was so passionate about you know getting the right kind of care for her mom she decided to be a caregiver to her mom now this was a tough decision because um it really didn't mean that she had to stop work and she had to literally um kind of you know commit herself to this full time um and she did she did she did well by her mom it truly was a noble thing for her to do um and she she was a really good caregiver to her mom before her mom passed now she did this for five years um, before her mom passed, her mom had um, early onset um, Alzheimer's. Um, and this was really, really tough emotionally for my friend. Um, and she also found that, you know, her mom was also vulnerable to people who wanted to take her for granted, people who wanted to dupe her. So she had to protect her mom's estate as well. You know, so it was, it was a lot for her to do, but she did. And she did a really, really good job before her mom passed. Now, after her mom passed, she got really, really emotional and, you know, she went on and on about how she had put her life on hold to support her mom and then now that her mom has passed, she didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to do. She felt she didn't have any experience. Um, she felt the world had passed her by and that um, there was no way she could go back into the workforce and she had no experience even regarding starting a business she just felt lost you know and i said to her you do have experience and you have experience in an area where very people very few people have first-hand experience and it is a situation most of us are going to find ourselves in life in terms of how to care for our aging parents but here you are with five years worth of 
experience, first-hand experience. And there's something you can do with that. And because this is something that was so close to her heart, she obviously had become very passionate about, you know, being a caregiver to the elderly and the kind of needs they had at that stage in life, you know. And also she's considering that, you know, she's considering what she can do with that experience. My point is that is valuable experience. But a lot of us don't realize that our lives are full of experiences that are useful and our lives are full of experiences that can benefit other people. And our lives are full of experiences that if we nurture properly and we package properly, properly, they can become money-making ventures for us as well, right? So do not undervalue your experience. What you need to do is to be present, to take note of what these experiences are, but do not undervalue your experience. I know people who are caring for children with special needs. That is an experience. You know, I know people who have very peculiar um you know, eating habits and have had to, you know, create menus and recipes to cater for their own eating habits. You know, I I know people who are dealing with children who are very fussy eaters, very picky eaters, and have have been forced to create uh, recipes um, for their picky children, right? I know people who, you know, were married to you know, foreigners and, you know, we're forced to kind of find a blend between, you know, the, the foreign palette and their own, um, indigenous palette somehow have, but like there is experience, you know, there's no end to the kind of experiences people have, you know, but it is those people that are able to value these experiences that are able to monetize them. Right. So if you're considering what kind of business to do, what kind of experience do you have? What kind of experience do you have that might actually be shining the light on the kind of business venture you can embark on? Um, finally, I just want to encourage us still on this area. You know, the reason why a lot of us have not monetized our talents is because it is easier for us to give away our talents, our gifts, our, our advice, our um, experience, whatever it is, it is really easy for us to give it out for free, right? It's easy for us to do this because when you give out something for free, you know, you don't need to um, be accountable to anybody. You don't need to set any kind of standards. You don't need to put any kind of um, system in place, any kind of platform in place. It is easy to give it away for free because it is effortless you don't need to put in much effort the truth of the matter is the moment you decide to turn your gift your talent your experience your passions into a viable business you're going to do a lot more than just you know work in that space of just your talent there are other skills you might need to gain there are people you may need to engage there are other things that are not as you know effortless that you might need to put together Um, And this is why a lot of people run away from it. You know, the moment you put a value to your talent or your gift, then you are accountable. Then you need to deliver excellence. Then you need to deliver, you know, on your promise. And you need to be more disciplined. This is why you are running away. It comes down to being 
lazy right and this is not me insulting anybody this is me even talking to myself there's some level of laziness involved because it takes work to put together your talent in this in this way um there are a lot of people who can sing but not everybody you know has the discipline to become a recording artist right um i'll give myself as an example for many years i gave out um free advice right to people who were interested in starting their own fashion business in fact it became such a big thing for me because you know there was barely any month that passed by that somebody wouldn't refer me to a friend or or a sibling who wanted to start a business you know just for me to have a chat with them and I did this happily because it was something I was passionate about and I really do enjoy doing it but when I got to a stage in my life when I needed to start earning more income, you know, I had to go through this process of thinking about what are my passions, what are my talents, what are my experiences. And I put together this online course because this was something um, I was already doing. So my online course, How to Start a Ready to Wear Label in Nigeria, came from me identifying and valuing my talent and my experience and putting it together. But it wasn't easy doing that. It took me a year. It took me me even signing up for other online courses to learn some of the things that I didn't know. It also took me waking up every day at 4 a.m. to put together my content. It took me a year to put this together. It took me marketing it. It took me being accountable, right? And now that I've done it, I am so happy. I am now earning money from something that I, I did for free for many years. And more importantly, because I have put it together in this manner, you know, um, like some people say, I've made it digestible. I'm able to reach even more people, people even outside of my network, people outside of my circle of influence are able to access this product and and gain from my, my wealth of experience. So that is what you do when you turn your talent into a business you create a, you know a platform and you create a solution that is accessible to people right um and that is something that you need to consider when you're thinking about you know um, whether or not to monetize this talent one of the things i hear people say a lot is you know i just want to to help people i want to help people well guess what there is no bigger platform to reach people than commerce no bigger platform on earth right now to reach people than commerce even philanthropy doesn't reach as many people as commerce does so you are not going to reach as many people giving out your gift for free as you would if you actually you know um, charged for a service you know most people consider your solution more valid more authentic more superior right when you value it when you put a price tag on it and if it is for free this is just the way the world works so this has nothing to do with you being um you know just you trying to make money right if you're trying to help people commerce is the platform to do so in even so much more than just um unorganized philanthropy i dare say anyway that is it for today that is it for today um i really do want you to share these episodes 
with people, particularly this one, with anybody you know who is thinking of starting a business. Maybe it's somebody you know who has just lost their job and they're thinking of a business. Somebody you, who you know has um, gotten like a pay cut, you know, and a lot of people are on that table, you know, we're all just earning a little bit less. Um, somebody who you know has this very obvious talent that you know will do well as a business, but has been unable to kind of do anything about it or even identify it as a valuable viable business please send them this episode send them this episode and let them listen to it i'm hoping to do a series on this and next my next two episodes after this will still be on starting a business because i think um that is what is going to help all of us out of this economic funk that we are all in all over the world you know entrepreneurship is still the solution and there are still enough problems in the world that need solutions as long as there are enough problems in the world that need solutions we will always need entrepreneurs i would always need businesses new businesses to start so please um share this episode i want this one to go all over i want many more people to listen to this because i want many more people to consider entrepreneurship especially people who honestly do need um the money at this time thank you so very much for listening Speak to you soon. Bye.